Hi guys, it's Paula and welcome back to SheHH Podcast. In today's episode, we have Sally. She's a Nigerian singer-songwriter known for having catchy tunes with deep personal lyrics. This episode was recorded at the beginning of the year and I'm so glad to announce that her debut EP called Premiere is dropping in August 2020. You can follow Sally on social media at SalXSally. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I thank God for my family. We all going where we wanna be, and they turn up when I need them to be here with me. Love. Oh, love. Hi, Paula. Good evening. Hi, Sally. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Thank you so much for speaking with me. By the way, I'm literally like a huge fan of your music. <laughs> Yeah, so first of all, do you want to start by introducing yourself? Like, if there was someone who didn't know who you are, didn't know about your music, how would you let them know who you are? First of all, I would say that my name, Sally, is short for my name, Salamatu. Okay. Yes, and it, it means peace in Hausa. For my listeners who don't know, um, Sally is Nigerian. I'm Nigerian as well. Um, and so yes. some of the tribes that you've mentioned are like the northern tribes, right? Yeah, the northern tribes. So, I mean, I think that's really interesting. I feel like a lot of people don't know about how Nigeria works <laughs> in terms of there's so many different yeah. tribes there. Yeah, so many. Nigeria has over 400 individual tribes. Yeah. So there's lots of us. <laughs> Yes, I studied linguistics at the University of Jos. Oh, nice. And linguistics. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm planning to further in speech and language therapy. That's in the, you know, that side of career. Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, linguistics probably helps with, like, your writing lyrics and stuff like that. You know, double meanings and writing great things. Oh yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can you tell us a bit about your journey as a singer, as a songwriter, as an artist? Like, um, I think I first heard about you when I heard I'm Good. I think I heard that on Gospel Hydration on the YouTube channel and I heard it and I was like oh this is really good who is this and then you know I didn't hear anything else for ages <laughs> I heard um, Affirmation and then I was hooked basically that's awful <laughs> okay so um I've been thinking for pretty much my whole life I know that that's the most cliche thing that singers say but I've actually been doing that. My dad taught me and my siblings how to, you know, how to sing. Mm-hmm. Right from when we were little, yes. So I remember being little and my dad making all of us come into the living room and put pillows on our bellies and lie down and sing. <laughs> we didn't like it then, but I mean, I'm glad he did that. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody asked me a few days ago when I... I realized I could sing. And I actually didn't realize I could sing till I was about 13, 14. I was just singing, you know, because I like to sing. And then one day in school, I was in a boarding school and I was singing by my corner, by my 
bonkside we called it we call it bonkside uh, bonkside and then my the girls in my room said what would i do you can't sing girl yes and then it, it was supposed to be positive but then i ended up serving sent serving lots of punishment <laughs> for it because some girls would make me sing by their corners till they slept off that's so funny <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I actually never thought I would I would think like this, like take it seriously mm. and try to make a career out of it. Till I think I was in my second year in university and I met some guys and they actually made me go to the studio. Oh wow. They literally picked me up and took me to the studio. <laughs> thank God and for I good friends, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so thank God for them. <laughs> And I recorded a cover of Kira Shirts Plus. After that, I just got hooked. I couldn't stop. Mm. <laughs> well, I didn't want to stop. I recorded two, three songs, about three songs with people. But then I stopped for a while because I wasn't really, I wasn't really feeling it. I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I wasn't making the kind of music I wanted mm. to make. Mm-hmm. I was being, you know, there's this thing that people say where they try to make you do a certain kind of music because it will in quotes sell mm. that kind of music that people are doing. Yes, that was a major problem for me. Most of the songs I was making were not, they were not really what I wanted to do. So I just left them, I didn't put them out and I just stopped for a while. I met my new producer, Young Boss. We actually, okay, I didn't meet him for the first time. We were, we grew up together. But he left Nigeria and he's he's in Zambia now. Zambia, oh, okay. Yeah, Zambia. I you know I played my old stuff for him. I think I, I explained to him what the kind of sound I was trying to create and he understood and we worked and I loved it. It was awesome. I had a thing, you know, with the producer that I haven't I haven't had any other producer before. Uh. It was amazing. I really I really got back into it and I started working again, I started writing again. It was awesome. So I put out translucent. I oh yeah. Food. I like translucent. Oh my gosh. I don't wanna take your place. I don't wanna take your glory. Let my life be like glass so other people can see you. Let my heart be the path that lets you yeah, yeah. That's actually my favorite yeah i like it's, it's weird because i went backwards so i heard i'm good first and then affirmation and when i heard affirmation i loved affirmation so i went backwards and i was like okay what else did she put out and then i found translucent Okay. And I, f- I felt like ah, this is not the place I'm supposed to be at. 
So I redeployed, I applied for relocation and it worked and I relocated to state I'm in right now, National State. Mm-hmm. But then I started to feel like I made the wrong decision by relocating. I started to feel like, ah, because I was so insistent, God, I mm. don't want to be in Gomi State. Then God just allowed me to relocate and I was in mess. I feel like affirmation was a strong not just for people, but mostly for me. Mm. I actually didn't listen to it the whole time. I was, the whole time I was so confused and I was so sad and I was fighting. I think I was fighting what God was trying to say to me. I think that's, that's that's why it feels so real you though. Away from God forever. It's true, it's true. I think that's why it feels so real though, because you're listening to it and you're like, these are literally the things and the thoughts that I have myself. It's not like it was like one formula like that. It was like, it was lived, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so you can't want away from God forever. I learned that. <laughs> you learned it the I'm real way. Yeah. But I mean, you're happy where you are now. Yeah, I am, I am. I found, I found a school that's willing to take me, a special school that has speech therapy where I can learn. Oh, fab. I'm glad. I'm trusting God and I'm believing and I know that the path he's taking me on is not a mistake. Mm, Amen, amen. The next question I was going to ask kind of links to that in terms of you've just spoken about like you're on a new journey, moving to a new city. What can we look forward to seeing from you this year, 2020? Okay, well, first of all, (laughs) I plan to put as an EP this year. Woo! I'm ready. Oh my gosh. Yes, I'm ready. I'm excited. I can't can't wait for people to hear what I've been working on, the things that have been running through my mind, the amazing people that I'm going to work with. I can't wait for you guys to think. Good to be awesome. I know it's good to be awesome. Oh, I'm excited. My friend came to visit me one time and I played him some of your music. Okay. And he was like, Who is this? I was like, Oh my gosh, you need to get on to Sally. Then he went and listened to your music and he was like, Paula, there's only three songs. How can you put me on someone who's so good and there's only three songs? What's all this? I was like, Please come and beg her with me for her to make more music. So I'm glad to hear that you're doing an EP this year. This is that's the major thing I'm planning to do this year where I have yeah, some little projects by the side I'm supposed to put out a mini project with a friend nice it's still in the works we're not sure if we're doing it this year or next okay when everything's confirmed you know I got you I'll tell you girl <laughs> well, that's it for now okay now I'm looking forward to that EP for sure. I'll be sharing that and listening and getting making sure people hear the new Sally when it drops. So looking forward to that. Thank you. What type of things would you say you're passionate about and like do you think it ever influences your music and what you do? Okay. It depends on if you're asking are you asking musically or generally? I mean both. I think a lot of the time what people are passionate about in their general life influences their music. So I just wanted to know if that was the case with you. I have a soft spot for people with disabilities. Okay. Yes, and somehow I think, of course, it makes me want to help them, but I think it's also it also goes into wanting to help other people. And I, I try to make my music about, in as much as, of course, the starting point is from me, but I try to make it in a way that it helps people. Mm. It encourages people, it helps people out of, you know, to see a way out of whatever their issues are, whatever their problems are. And you know that 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 solution is always Jesus. So yes, yeah, so there's always that pointing towards hope through everything. Yes, yeah, it's always pointing towards hope. And I think um, 
the you know this whole thing of depression and sexual abuse yeah and stuff like that yeah but that hasn't found its way into my music yet Mm-hmm. But it, I know it will. It will eventually. Mm. Originally, I was going to put out a project about that, but I don't think time is right now. Eventually, mm. I will. Wow, that will help so many people. Yeah, yeah, it will. I'm guessing that's why you want to go into like speech um, and language therapy with the whole, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, that's so interesting to hear. I would have never, you know, expected that, you know, like not everyone does that kind of thing or was into like, like helping people with disabilities. So I I really respect that. Thank you. No worries. Okay, um, on to the next question. What would you say the best bit of advice you've had so far is? This can be in your personal life, it can be in general, it can be professionally in your career so far. Um, I think the best piece of advice I've ever received generally came from my mother. And there was a time where I was complaining to her about, you know, how things don't happen the way we want them to happen. Mm. Don't happen at the pace we want them to happen, don't happen where we want them to happen. And she said to me, she told me, Sometimes God um, keeps us at certain places because he's building character in us. Mm. So it's important to trust and wait through the process. Wow. Regardless of how long it takes, every single moment counts. You can't take one experience out of the whole out of the whole waiting process. Do you, do you, understand, what, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, the general point is that you need to wait through the process. You can't rush things. Mm, you can't speed through the process. Them to happen. Yes, you have to be through the process. Oh, mate. did it? So, was that related to your career? Or was just that just like general life? Not to my career. Mm. Yeah. Wow. See, mothers always know what they're talking about. You know. <laughs> yes, yeah, they, they always do. So, are you? Are your parents really like supportive of you wanting to do music? Yes, they are now. <laughs> you know how. I think there's a way, you know how Nigerian parents are, they mm. always want you to, you know, they want you to be a doctor, lawyer, nurse, that kind of thing. <laughs> yep, that's why I asked. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> originally, my mom wanted me to be a lawyer, originally, but that was a no-no-no for me. <laughs> I'm not going to spend six years in school. <laughs> I am not going to spend six years in school. I don't like school like that. <laughs> but I think um, when she realized that it was not just it was not just about you know singing because I can sing. It's ministry. Mm. She she was she became on board here yeah, and she's very supportive. My mother is really supportive and my dad. You know he he does his best. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does his best. Before I, before I left home, we had we had a conversation about it. And he was really you know pushing it. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this thing. He's always sharing my songs. Oh, that's and nice. Going on YouTube. And searching, going on YouTube and searching my name and the song, and you know, you know how parents are like, ah, so this is my daughter. So <laughs> Put it, you, like, sharing it on WhatsApp, like, look, it's my daughter. <laughs> yes, I share your WhatsApp. It's, it's really nice. Yeah. Oh, that's nice to hear. Then that's really nice to hear. So you know, you know, Lemon Blaze. Yes, Lemon Blaze, my guy. Of course, you know Lemon Blaze. Anyway, so I, was, I did an interview with Limo. Um, yeah, I want to say, I like that one. oh, thanks, girl. <laughs> he he was actually yeah. one of the people who mentioned you. He said 
that I should talk to you. Um, but okay. he 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 was saying about like how he studied. Um, I want to say biomedical science or or something. No, bio biochemistry. And he was like, <laughs> at first when he was like, yeah, I'm doing music and acting. His parents were like. Girl studying something logical and I, I totally get it something that you actually make money with so I 100% get that so I think it's amazing when our parents are actually really supportive of what we study I mean of what we we end up doing so that's really nice to hear obviously your music is about Christ um even without being too like Jesus 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 is still very much centered in um in God and I, I, I mean, I absolutely love that. That's obviously why you're on this series. Um, I just wanted to ask you, like, how do you make sure that everything you do, you keep it Christ-centered, keep it God-centered? Well, um, I know that whatever you do is always an extension of yourself. Mm. And if Christ is not in you, what, what you're doing cannot have Christ in it. That's true. Yes, so my first priority is always making sure that I'm connected to Christ, I'm connected to Jesus, because, you know, he's, he's the source, and, and you cannot take Jesus out of the equation. So, my music, being Christ-centered, has to flow out of me being Christ-centered. That's so true, yeah. Yeah, so, I put more priority to maintaining my relationship with Christ, mm. and working with him, before the music. Is it more difficult because, like, obviously people are listening to your music and people are, like, hyping and this and that. Do you think it gets more difficult to make sure that you're still rooted? Yeah, actually, it can be. It used to actually be very difficult for me. Mm. But then, I think I think I came to a point where I realised that that was, that was the least important thing. Christ is always, has to always be the priority. And once I got that, once I got that into my head it became easier mm. it became much easier plus I think I think the challenges that I went through helped me be, become more dependent on Christ such that anytime I detach myself there's, there's an emptiness that I, I remember that there's an emptiness I feel the emptiness and I have to go back yeah and the emptiness is not the kind that the music can feel yeah only one thing can feel when you go back to the thing that can yes, be with Jesus one, yes wow yes that's refreshing to hear, you know, because I think when you get to a point uh, in your career or where your music is reaching people that, you know, it's very easy for pride and other things to just settle in. Yes, yes, yes. I think I always, I constantly remind myself of that because you cannot, I, can't, I can't allow pride to be the reason that you lose everything. Mm. It's, it's, it's not worth it. Honestly, yeah. One thing that this series has shown me from the people I've spoken to, obviously this is the last episode, if you're listening, um, I've spoken to five amazing women and all five of you have just done me proud and just made me realise how much um, being connected to Christ influences your music and therefore you will be around, you will be um, producing life-giving music. So I'm proud of you guys, I really am. (laughs) Do you think, like, because you mentioned that you... Um, in early in your career you worked with different producers before you found your your producer who actually makes the best sound for you um yeah were they mainly male the producers were they mainly guys yes i've actually not worked with a female producer because i haven't found one see girl that's why i did this series this series is to promote the fact that there are women 
behind the scenes. There are women in front of the, oh, the camera, I you know. Find you, producers. <laughs> there was a time that actually looked for female instrumentalists mm. I could create a band that didn't work out because I couldn't find any wow. I could access do you think there, there are none of them or, or do you think like yeah I was going to say like do you think they're hidden or what is it that we can't seem to find women doing these things I have a theory okay about share about why there's about why there there are not a lot of women in music in Christian music doing good like really good stuff Christian music in Nigeria. Okay, what's but your theory? I don't know. I don't know if that theory should, you know, should be on this interview. <laughs> Is it like a controversial theory? Okay, what if I? Sh- I'll share my theory. I'll sh- okay. I'll share my theory. My theory okay. is not necessarily to Nigeria, it's just the whole world. And what I found okay. through being a Christian hip-hop fan, being a gospel um, fan, being someone who listens to music, being someone who sings at church, being someone who has been doing this media thing for a while and knows a lot of artists. I think okay. that, and part of the reason why I've done this series, um, I think that there are women making music, producing music, you know, marketing music and all that stuff, but they aren't at the front because it's easier for men to do well. In order for women to do well, they have to be exceptional. They have to be absolutely amazing for anyone to give them time. Whereas literally med- uh-huh. mediocre men can make music and it's like, oh yeah, let's listen to this. And it's so tiring. <laughs> I think, I-, I want to say that I think that's changing because you know, the fact that we're able to, I'm able to do this series and have loads of people on my list that I would love to work with because there's so many amazing, yeah. talented women of God shows me that, you know, the church is changing. And once we change, um, hopefully the rest of the world will follow suit as well. I think, yeah, I think get your points and I, I agree with what you're saying. But in Nigeria, what I've seen, I think the reason why we don't have many women in, you know, this side, on this side of heaven, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because of um, the way society is. The time that women, that a person would need to invest into making music, into learning to make music, into practicing, into putting, into, into growing their skill, mm. they don't have that time. It's true. They don't have the, they don't have the, the what's the word? They don't have the leisure of that time because, for example, let me use let me use my my house as an example. My parents' house house as an example. At home, girls girls are expected to be the ones to cook, you know, clean, mm. do everything in the house. Yes, and while we're doing that, that my brother is in his room producing. He's making beats. He's mixing. Not not he's not doing anybody's work. He's just doing it. He's learning his. Yeah, as a hobby, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, as a hobby. He's not making any money out of it, he's just doing it. But if I was doing that, it would be an issue because work has to be done at home. Mm. Yes, so I don't think women have the leisure of time to put in the work that it needs to become exceptional. That's true. Because they don't have the time, they don't bother to do it at all. Because what's the point of doing it if you're not going to be really good at it? I didn't think yeah, of it like I think, that. I think that is, I think it's, an, it's a real issue. Because I don't know, I don't know many, okay, guitarists for example. I don't know many female guitarists in Nigeria mm. that are really good. Like not the kind that will play Domi Popa or... <laughs> um, and turn those 
record in like eight different ways for like 20 different songs. <laughs> like, the ones that are really good. Ones that can climb like, Grammy stage is kind of good. So I think I think that's a problem. And I honestly don't know how that can be fixed. I want to say that things are changing. Obviously, I'm not. I don't actually live in Nigeria, but um, I think even yeah, Nigerian no, culture. I think I think things are actually changing. They are much better than before. Yeah, and if I even think about like British Nigerian culture, like it's um, not it's not expected as much as it used to be for like the female children to be doing this, this, and that, and the male children to be doing this, this, and that. But if I think about it, so I have two sisters and a brother. My brother plays the um, keyboard, guitar, drums, uh, basically everything under the sun. <laughs> and he's and he's seventeen, and he's self-taught. Like you said, like it was like he was just sent go and play the guitar, go and play the keyboard, and he taught himself, right? Whereas me and my sisters don't play anything, but we all sing. But we all sing because when I was younger, my parents tried to make me learn instruments, and I got bored. Obviously, I was a child. I got bored of it, so I didn't want to continue. But they were very quick to let me let me give it up because it was like, oh, but. Her, her brother is going to be good and he was never allowed to give it up so now he's 17 and he can play all these instruments and I'm 23 and I can't play an instrument to save my life so, <laughs> so what you said is very true like it's, it is the kind of thing where they, they, they all kind of invest in males having certain talents and gifts yeah. but if you have it it's like oh that's cute you can do it in front of your friends and family but it's not going to be what you mm-hmm. you know make your money from or whatever so that is true but I mean I yeah. I always pray that things that aren't biblical change so it will it will change yes yes it will change I believe so because <laughs> we know better I mean the next generation of parents know better exactly we know what not to do what to do for our children it's true it's true so i'm looking forward to it. i mean i'm not looking forward to it but <laughs> i i agree <laughs> I, I had to quickly say i'm not looking forward to it i'm not trying to rush into it i'm not rushing into anything please <laughs> but yeah no i i really appreciate how you answered that i think it's something that um we all think about but we never really like have discussions about in terms of why is it that men are prospering in things that women are also doing so um yeah no i I agree with your theory i think it's very very valid so we're coming towards the end of the interview i've had a lovely time speaking to you um (laughs) i've laughed a lot too i'm gonna have to crop out all my laughter (laughs) I wanted to ask you, like, this is a question I ask all the time. I probably asked it in every single interview that's been a part of this series, but it's kind of a classic, I call it a classic Paula Melissa question. Um, Okay. What would you like your legacy to be? When you leave this earth, what would you like to hear them say about your your name, about your music? Okay, there's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I like, uh, first, of course, I'd like, I'd like to be remembered for making music that didn't just die with, with the end of the trend. Mm. For you know, making music that lasted, for making music, music that touched people, for making music that led people to Christ. Wow, amazing! Yes, I also like to be known for being a good person, for being a good individual, not just making good music, but being a good person, mm. being a kind person to people. Oh, that's so nice. I love what you said about music that doesn't die just at the end of the trend. I think that's important. And like, I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of artists will have to constantly be, just be producing music just to stay relevant. And yeah, yeah. 
I, like, I don't wish that for you at all. <laughs> In Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. 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 <laughs> yeah, so Sally, how can we as your fans, as people who love your music and see how much you pour into it, be praying for you? Well, of course, you know, you can, you can ask the Holy Spirit, you know, put it in your heart because He knows what I need, mm. even when I do good. Right now, I think, I think the prayer that I need the most is for God to unleash the next step, the next level to, you know, set me on to the next step that He has for me, to keep me focused on what He's doing. Amen. And, you know, to not be caught up in myself so much that I start to ignore what God is doing. I start to think about myself mm. and what I can get, and what I can give, and my, my name. For sure, for sure. Yeah, no, we'll be praying. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so thank you again for speaking with us. Um, we really appreciate it. And I know everyone who's listening to this has been blessed by your answers, by you, by your music. Yeah, we'll be looking out for this EP dropping. I mean, you haven't given us a date, yes. but 2020 or... Yes, 2020, you cannot. <laughs> amazing, amazing. I'll let you get on with the rest of your evening. And thank you. we'll hopefully speak soon. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the SheHH podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to check out the other episodes in this series. You can follow SheHH wherever you listen to your podcasts on and on Instagram at Podcast. And to check out more of my stuff, you can go to paulamelissa.com. Make sure to share this episode and we'll see you next time. Bye!